Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is a Thunder and Lightning exclusive here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad, and I'm joined now by the coach of the reigning national champion. I say that every day on Super Talk Mississippi on Sports Talk to Irk Richard Cross. But today we got Chris Lamotis on the line with us. I know the question you've probably gotten the most since that has happened is, has it sunk in yet? So I'll jump on board. Has it sunk in yet? It, it has sunk in. It's, it's, um, it was great, a lot of fun. We're, we're celebrating this upcoming weekend against Kentucky. Um, that whole team's coming back. But it's kind of, uh, you know, sunk in, and now we're in a, you know, move on to the next year stage. I mean, it was obviously a lot of fun, but um, everybody in the country is ready to play us now, so we got to get ready to go. And that sort of it leads into my next question. Is there a change in mentality? Is there a change maybe in the way that you coach now that you're the hunted and not the hunter? No, I think we've been the hunted even, you know, ever since we've been here, we've been a top 10 program. So I just think we have to get our guys prepared to play to their highest level. And that's, that's really all we can control. And, you know, we've heard a lot of defend the national championship. And the reality is this team that I have now did not win a national championship. Some of them did, but this is a new team, new challenges, and and we're looking forward to attacking the next year and just getting into the season and and building this ball club and and its identity. When you look at the fans who came to Omaha and set record crowds there, and then you look at the the fans who showed up for the national championship uh, celebration uh, a week after that, and then you look at the crowd you're able to bring in on a Friday afternoon for a, for a scrimmage in the middle of football season. Do you feel like you've garnered even more fan support from an already fanatical and loyal fan base? Do you feel like there's even more fan support now for Mississippi State baseball than ever before? <laughs> there may be. I, I don't – it's so big to start. I mean, it's hard to imagine. Um, I have people come up to me all the time and say, Coach, we were there, and, I, you know, it's a thank you. We, we just appreciate you. Um you know, for us to have a following like that, and I, I know even the Vanderbilt players and coaches make comments about, wow, you know, that was that was amazing. And, you know, I even have that mindset, kind of, wow. Everett, our bus driver, kept telling me, like, they're coming, Coach, they're coming. It's going to be more and more, and he was right. I mean, it just it was an overwhelming effect on Omaha. And But, you know, we probably have some more fans, but I, I just I just think you probably hear, hear from them more right now. They're... They're very proud right now. I think as we get further and further away from that game, it's going to be like the 1980 Alabama football game. By the, by, by the time we get a decade from now, a million people will have been at that game. So it's just going to, it's going to be <laughs> There's a lot outside the stadium, too. That's, yeah. the, that's the fun part about it. So let's talk about the team itself. You know, fall practice just wrapping up. you know, you got an interesting mix. You bring back a lot, but obviously you lose a lot of key players as well. Just you know, overwhelming thought, or overarching thoughts here of, what do you think about your team after after the fall practices? I like our group, and they they worked really hard. Um, we finished yesterday, so we're you know we're kind of off the field. We're lifting this afternoon. I kind of like to go early to see what we got. Um, it's a veteran offense, even though we we lose Tanner, we lose Rowdy, we lose Scotty DeBrule, but we bring a lot back too. And I, I like our offense. I mean, we kind of had a. Offense kind of won a lot of scrimmages this fall, and, and you never know if your offense is that good or you're worried about your pitching. But the two scrimmages we played against somebody else, we, we were really good on the mound. So uh, I like our mound, our guys on the mound. And we didn't pitch, you know, um, Landon Sims didn't pitch this fall. Preston Johnson and, and uh, Jackson Fristo pitched minimal this fall. So 
we'll get those three guys back in the mix. Cam Tuller didn't pitch this fall. He had a minor injury. So, you know, we'll be a little more healthy as we get into spring ball and have all our bullets for us. But I, I like our ball club. Like you said, it, we lost some stars, but we have a good group back too. So we didn't lose everybody, just some, some impact players. When you talk about your pitching rotation, obviously it's too early for me to ask for the Friday night starters and things like that, but you mentioned Sims, Fristo, Taller. Are those the guys that you think you know are going to get first crack at those spots, or maybe who's a dark horse for a weekend spot as we sit here in October? Mm. That's a, you know, Landon, we're trying to make Landon a starter. I'm hoping he's our Friday night starter mm-hmm. um, just because of his experience and, and stuff and, and success that he's had. After that, you got you got a lot of candidates. I mean, it's uh, Jackson Fristo was one, um, Preston Johnson, uh, Parker Stanett, an older arm for us, had a really good fall. Um, has been pitching at a high level, um, and then we got some of our young guys. You know, some of our younger players. You know, a, a Pico Cone or a Jack Walker got. You know, they got a chance to get in there too. And we got some other candidates. I mean, we really have a, a nice depth of our lineup. I'm just trying to keep some of those bullets at the back of the game. You know, so we can finish out some games. It's just, it's hard to close in this league, so you got to have some special arms back there. And, and you had one of those last year with Landon Sims, but obviously you talk about him moving to the front of the rotation there. Who were some candidates to take over then in, in the ninth inning? Well, I think you got Casey Hunt, had a good fall, Mikey Tepper, um, you know, the Stone Simmons, the Brandon Smith. The, you know, last year we went into the season just trying to you know, finished by committee or letting one guy throw three innings. I mean, the first game of the year, Landon Sims came in and threw four and a half innings. So we, we, we really didn't have a closer, one-inning closer per se until the very end of the year with Landon. Um, I think Landon pitched once every weekend until the last weekend of the year, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, we, we're just going to try to put the best matchups out there to start and see who develops. But, we have some power arms back there, and uh, I'm excited. They've been around a couple of years, and I think they're ready to have some breakout seasons. Yeah, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any lack of confidence in Scott Foxhall's ability to, to put, the, put together the plan for for the pitching rotation. I don't think any any MSU at, at this point. Let's look at the offense. We t- we had a question yesterday on our mailbag about this you know, from a power perspective. Could this be your best home run hitting team you've had? Well, it could be. Uh, you know, everybody was worried about power this time last year, and I think we had a bunch of home runs. Yeah, yeah, you know? guys in double figures, I think. Yeah, so um, we kind of knew that. I just nobody knew, and so I think this could be a really good one. I mean, I think Cameron James and Logan Tanner, Brad Cumbus playing every day, Kellum Clark. I mean, we brought in a new guy, R.J. Yeager, who's uh, got some pop lettuce and home runs this fall, and Luke Hancock, you know, so – there's some there's some names out there that that could could hit. You know, we just we're, we're physical right now, but we're physical and athletic. All our big guys move for the most part, um, except for LT, but he's the catcher, so he'll be all right. But we got um, you know most of our guys. You know, got some big athletic guys out there playing. I don't like. I usually don't like big and then not able to defend. You know, our guys can defend also. You mentioned Pico Cone. You mentioned Jack Walker. It's a couple of the young arms that have, uh, have shown out something this fall. The fall, that's the time for young players and time to get them some, some extra practice reps and things of that nature. Who, who stood out to you this fall? Just of the young kids? The young guys, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think we had a freshman hitter, Hunter Hines, was pretty was really good at times. I mean, he's a, he had a chance to be a really special player. Uh, Slate Alford's a third baseman out of, out of Alabama. He had a, had a good fall for the most part. 
Um, and then like the couple young pitchers, Cole Cheatham was another young pitcher that we brought in that I feel like could really help us power breaking ball out of the bullpen. So um, I'm excited about him. You know, we got two grad transfers that played well. I, I spoke about R.J. Yeager. Mm-hmm. He transferred from uh, Mercer University. And Jeff Davis transferred from Alabama-Birmingham. So we got two guys there that have played a lot of baseball and, and are talented and uh, fighting for jobs right now. I know it's, you know, Mississippi State baseball. Expectations are always going to be there. But when I look at your team, I really like them. You know, especially if Sims can be that Friday night guy. And that's a guy who can shut the door on a lot of teams. I know you've got depth in the pitching staff. I know you've got depth throughout your batting order. And you've got power there. If I say, you know, when I do my preseason predictions, if I say, this is a team that can repeat, are you happy with me? <laughs> well, we always want to be that team. Right. You know, some coaches don't like to be preseason number one. I, I You know, I always tell our kids, I hope we're preseason number one because that means everybody thinks we have great players. And, uh, you know, we won last year with great players. And, you know, if we're going to win in the future, it's going to be with great players. And um, so... You know, that dynamic for me is, is always there. But I, uh, I I will tell you this, and I truly believe this, our league is really good. Like last year, our league, I think this is the COVID year. I feel like the league is better than it's ever been right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's some crazy offenses, especially in the West. I mean, if you look around our division, LSU and Arkansas and, and Ole Miss and us, you bring back some really older, talented offenses this year it's going to be the key is going to be who can pitch and i I think that's going to be a a big key one last question i was looking at the schedule today when will the non-conference do you have an idea of when the non-conference schedule will be completed any any day now we have we're waiting on one contract to be signed so that's kind of what our hold we don't like to put it out and then we don't have our espn uh, schedule yet so we're kind of i don't want to put out a weekend and then all of a sudden espn moves us up a day Mm -hmm. So we're going to be we're going to be any day now, probably next week. I would imagine right. that we put something out. It's a good non-conference, so I think our fans will enjoy it. Looking forward to it, but dang, it's a long time until February. We look forward to getting back to Duty Noble Field uh, <laughs> as soon as we can. Coach Chris Limonis, again, coach of the reigning national champions. Thanks for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Y'all have a great day. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.